Welcome everybody to the IWO Podcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, as well as a hell of a lot of other places as well. Yes, do a quick Google, you'll find all the places. Just a quick, oh, I, I found out the other day, you only need to put the IWO Podcast and we pop up. Well, yeah, that's our name. Well, yeah, but I just found, found it impressive. Well, if you type in the IWO Podcast, we pop up. Yeah. Well, what else is going to pop up? Well, you know, usually... Well... <laughs> I, I, I just found it cool that we've, we've got to the point where, ironically, we're not irre- irrelevant anymore. Well, we, we kind of still are. We're, we're... If, if we type in IWO, the things that come up are IWO, IWO Jima, IWO Jima Flag... An IWO Jima Memorial. What if you just put IWO? Yeah, it's Google search IWO. IWO is a little island in Japan. <laughs> uh, IWO Wikipedia. Uh, maybe not, uh, then. No, that's not us. That's not us. None of this is us. Well, it's, you're Reese. It appears there was a massive battle. <laughs> Many people oh, died. Oh, oh, dear. We need to go back. Um... <laughs> How many people you're, you're, died you're, in this battle? Your name's Reese. It is, And yes. my name's James, because we drew. We did. We drew in the predictions. I know from the predictions uh, little podcast that we did, we didn't draw. I think he won. But um, there was more matches added, and as we watched along the show, we did our predictions, and in the end it did come out as a tie. Yeah. I'm on the fourth page of IW on Google. Still not us. Uh, I think how... you have to put the IW podcast. Mm. How the horrific battle of IWO saved countless American lives. Oh, well. Um... Oh, you know that famous image of all the American soldiers pushing the American flag up? Yeah. That was at IWO. Or Iwo, Iwo Jima? Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima. Iwo Jima. I'm not a, I don't know much about American history as I was not born and raised there, but... There we go. If you type in, if you do go onto Google though and type in IWO podcast, see P, no, not us, P O, no, D. Oh no, this IWO Iwo Jima podcast comes up before we do. Yeah, it, we we don't exist yet. But if you do type in IWO podcast, look, there's us. We do pop up. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Chartable, PCA.st. Don't know what that is. Uh, there's the BBC History Hour, the Battle of Iwo Jima. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's about that, the the range of our ex, uh, our range. Well, I'm glad that we got a short history lesson in before we talked yeah, about beautiful, really. uh, the wrestling uh, of the week. You, you, wrestling of the week. We can't say that. That's oh, sorry, copyrighted. That's copyrighted. Uh, the, um, the irrelevant wrestling opinions of the week. Uh, 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 well, we're not talking about that, are we? We're talking about the greatest. Pay per view of all time. It, it was actually not that I bad. feel you're being uh, facetious here. <laughs> the thing is, Hell in a Cell 2018. It was, was alright. It shall always be remembered for that one main event. But if you take that one main event away, the show was okay. Yeah, it was good. It was. I, I liked it. Um, I, it. I mean, for me personally, it wasn't a waste of time. Was it for you? In a way, did you not enjoy your pleasurable uh, morning? <laughs> yeah, what, midnight, so morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Midnight. You see, the thing was, I watched the show live, 
for the sole reason of the main event. If that match wasn't on it, I would have watched it the next day. Yeah. So that's the sole reason I'm watching the show. Yeah. The main event was, in no short terms, utter shite. (laughs) So... Right, let's go through this, because we start off with Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks in the Hell in a Cell. Yes. Great match. Oh, it's beautiful. Really good. Great way to start the show, right? We have the tag match, Rowan and Daniel Bryan, yeah. and all them lot. Really all, good. All, all them lots? Roman you Reigns mean the Viking Raiders? No, I mean Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan and Luke oh, Harper. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah you that know, was, you, that have you watched all, this program? I, I have, yes. Um, and then you had... You Randy had. Orton and Ali. Which I also really enjoyed. I thought that was the second best match of the night. I think a lot of people are sleeping on that one a little bit. You have the Kabuki Warriors finally winning the tag titles with the Green Mist. I'm very happy about that. Loved it. The Green, the return of the Green Mist. I thought that was incredible. The greatest things ever. Yeah, up until this point, fantastic show. It then starts to go down because you have the Viking Raiders and the OC, which was a six-man tag in order to tell you that Braun Strowman can punch. Yes. Uh, you have Chad Gable and King Corbin, which was good, but now Chad Gable is officially Shorty G, which we'll how, get how to later. Fe- we'll get to that later oh, on okay. SmackDown. Uh, Charlotte Flair wins her tenth SmackDown Women's Title, which we will find out later was entirely pointless in a way. Actually, in, no, in I don't. Way, it was a I, setup. I, I think it is. A lot of people are kind of shitting on this because it's like, oh, they took her off here on Sunday in order to give it to her on Friday. I'm like, no, you need that for a little thing called storytelling. Yes. She and- had to go to rock bottom in order to re. We'll get there. Yes. And then, of course, there's the main event, which from the offset was wrong. Was wrong. Yeah, when that red light came on, you, you didn't enjoy the red light. No, as soon as that came on, I thought, "Oh dear, oh dear." You thought things were going to go bad because that red light. You couldn't see the show. <laughs> no. I mean, have you seen the footage from the crowd? Uh, no. Well, there's a red light in a red cage. Uh, the crowd, I'm very surprised they had any reaction at all because you can't see anything. It's, it's, oh dear. I mean, it looks cool in replays, but in replays, just put a filter on it. Yeah. And then we get into the match, and initially it's actually quite good. You have Seth hitting Bray with a kendo stick, Bray no sells it, looks incredible. And then we take a little trip. Down batshit crazy alley. <laughs> we have chair shots to the head. We have a ladder hitting a chair shot to a head. We have curb stomp mania. Curb stomp mania. About thirty four thousand curb stomps. We have Bray Buckaroo placing everything <laughs> on him and hitting him with a sledgehammer. And then the ref decides he can't take it anymore. Calls for a stoppage. Not a DQ. Are you sure? WWE have made it very clear it was not a DQ. It, it was, was referee all, stoppage. No, it was a DQ, mate. It wasn't. It was referee stoppage. I don't care. Um, see, it says here on Wikipedia, ended in a referee stoppage. Oh, rubbish. And then afterwards, the, the ref has said, <laughs> Bray Where was can... the referee stoppage when Mick Foley fell off the cell twice? <laughs> 
Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what went down Twice! Here. I know, I've seen it. But the ref says there's no... When Shut up! Was the referee trying to say the story. When Triple H was pounding the Undertaker with a sledgehammer. Well, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Because in that very match, I thought about this, there is multiple times when Shawn Michaels nearly calls for the bell. <laughs> nearly. Is... But that is, even though he didn't do it, there's your precedent. Because Shawn Michaels nearly did and could have ended The Undertaker's undefeated streak by referee stoppage inside Hell in a Cell. That was a major storyline in that match. So you take your uh, Triple H with a sledgehammer and you shove it right off your ass. I'll keep it here, thank you. I'll oh, okay. Continue to drink my beer. You drink your beer. I haven't finished this match yet. Uh, so the referee decides that Bray Wyatt can no longer compete. He is dead. Bray Wyatt then springs up straight away and, yes. and is fine, locks in the mandible claw to an extent that blood starts pouring out of <laughs> Seth Rollins' mouth like a waterfall, and the show goes off the air. So, this, all in all, got, yes. the show was pretty good. The main event was the worst. Dave Meltzer has given it minus two stars. Yes. Um, and that 17 and a half minutes will... Completely colour that show. Much like the metaphor of the red lights. Completely covering the arena. Oh, yes. Good point. You know, that's, it's, it's somewhere is a metaphor. I'm not sure where it is. But somewhere in there is a metaphor for this show. Because the, the arena is lovely and not red. But you put the red lights on and everything looks red. There's the metaphor. The show was fine. The match was shit. Please, James, your opinions. Well... My opinion, maybe slightly lighter. Oh, okay. Oh, like the lights. Like, like. You know, one second. I'm, one I'm, second. I can turn the lights in this room. You know. I've, here we go. Playing, I'm playing gonna... good cop, bad cop with this oh, one. Oh, oh, it's all oh, red. It's red. I've turned. The... Oh, can, can you just flick that switch over there? Oh. The one by the whiteboard. Oh, yes. oh, oh it's, it's red. It's red. It, no one can. It's a visual. It's an audio but medium, I, but I, the room is now red. I, I'm playing good cop with this one because. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have some Pepsi. I, I didn't think it was... I mean, apart from the information you had given me on the crowds, that obviously wasn't very good. No, but the thing is, when it comes to the crowd, the live crowd, that is, WWE never really seemed to care. No. Like, how many times at WrestleMania have we seen, oh, this whole entire section missed the entire show? Like, I think twice in a row now. Mm-hmm. Minimum. So I think when it comes to the live crowd, they never really care, so that's like, yeah. Carry on. Which is bad, really. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to turn these red lights off. I'm going to go back to normal lights. There we go. But, um, I mean... Actually, I'm going to put them back on so I can put a tweet out. I, I didn't think the, ma- the, the whole match was the worst thing in the world. The mm-hmm. ending was bad. Mm-hmm. I, I do agree. Uh, you're now taking a picture of me. Yeah, uh, it's for the IWO Twitter. Oh, account. right. Okay. Well, um, but I thought the match itself was quite quite bold of WWE. It's quite unique. <laughs> it was, Please uh, elaborate on this it was, point. Uh, no, nothing, nothing we've actually really seen before. <laughs> what do you mean in terms of Bray Wyatt the character? Bray Wyatt the character, yes. And... 
that ends my. <laughs> so, so I don't understand. So, you, did you enjoy the match? I mean, I didn't think it was the worst thing in the world. No, I can see why everyone's angry. But, uh, but you enjoyed I, the portrayal of Bray in the match. Yes, yes, I did. Um, I just wish it. I I think the match would have been much better uh, without the referee stoppage and Bray Wyatt had got up before the match ended. <laughs> yeah, I think they were in a weird position. I'm going to turn the lights back to normal now. Uh, in a weird position because Bray was so massively popular that they had to give him the push. Yeah. And they put him in this title picture. But they also don't want Seth to lose. So they put themselves into a corner. Yeah. And because they have this obsession to have Hell in a Cell every October they've put themselves in this position now where they had to have it inside the cell yeah, and they had to have Bray and they had to have Seth but neither of them can lose and this is the only ever outcome we were ever going to have it's quite disappointing we shouldn't we shouldn't have had that match in the cell no we, we should... <sighs> but that had to be the main event as well. What is the problem here is the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view as a whole. Yeah. Because it's watered down the Hell in a Cell. We've seen two Hell in a Cell pay-per-views in a row now where the main event has been stopped. Yeah. Which is bullshit. It is bad. <laughs> we need to scrap off the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. It, it should be... Hell in a Cell should only be used if the feud is at... Peak levels. Exactly. That you it warrants the sell. Yeah. Because there's no better pop in wrestling, in my opinion, than when someone says to someone else, and that match will take place inside hell in a cell. Usually the Undertaker. Yeah, because he's really badass. Uh, uh, yeah. But for your example of WrestleMania 28, end of an era, Triple H versus the Undertaker. Yeah. That build... Is incredible, and that Hell in a Cell makes sense because you have you're coming off WrestleMania 27. You're coming off the decades and decades of history between those two characters. Then at WrestleMania 27, you have that match between Undertaker and Triple H, where they beat the ever-loving shit out of each other. The Undertaker just scrapes that victory with the Hell's Gate, and at the end, the Undertaker cannot walk out. Yeah. Triple H can walk away, even though he lost. The Undertaker could not walk away under his own power. So you build for the next year, WrestleMania 28. Right, I'm going to destroy you. It'll be inside Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and it makes sense as a story. Whereas the stories here were, it's October. The thing is, they've used Hell in a Cell multiple times, not in the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Yeah, yeah. Despite there being the Hell in a Cell pay per view around. Yeah. Why do we need the Hell in a Cell pay per view? I really don't think we do. It's just it's just pointless at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if this was the last one. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. Um, whilst that was going on, by the way, if you head over to IWO Twitter, at IWO Podcast, you'll see a lovely picture of James in our lovely Hell in a Cell oh, red lights. No. No. It's too late. He's already on there. Oh. It's too late. Right, so this he's... is the second podcast in a row you've taken a picture of me. 
No, it isn't. It is? The one of you in the sunglasses was from a couple weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. Oh. I do. I make a mistake then. You have. You're fired. I, uh, what? You're out. You're out the podcast. Well, I better leave that. There's a rule in the IW podcast. As soon as you make one mistake, you're out. What? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get on to Raw and Smackdown then. What we came here to talk about. What we came here to talk about. Now, Raw is in a really weird place this week because they're coming off the back of this Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that they desperately do not want to talk about. No, they they don't talk about it. They show a little video package of the main event. Seth Rollins does not appear. Bray Wyatt does not appear. But Also, this but... Raw is sandwiched in between the draft. Yeah. So they cannot really start any stories at all. They have to just carry on every little tiny stories and some other ones, and they cannot build a crown jewel because they don't know who's going to be on the brands. So this Raw was like, okay. What What just, is happening? Right, we can't use Seth or Bray, so they're gone. Yeah. Uh, this guy will be here, this guy will be here. Uh, this will happen for no reason. Uh, we'll schedule this match for next week, even though we don't know where these people are going to be. And we'll just hope for the best. Uh, by the way, everyone, watch the draft on Friday. Yeah. So let's get into it. And and uh, the obvious thing we'll talk about now. Yeah, well, we start off with uh, Rusev, Randy Orton, and Baron Corbin in the ring. Michael Cole tells us that the match was supposed to be Rusev versus Randy Orton. It's it's, al- it's almost like it's continued from last week's Raw. Yeah, straight away, <laughs> straight away. It's just like you know when you binge watched a show. Yes, <laughs> and uh, it's just finished. And you go, you know, I'll watch another one. Yeah, yeah. It takes off immediately where the last one stopped. And it's like, it's almost like the movie went, Hell in a Cell didn't happen. This is the end of last week's Raw. You've woken up. It was all a dream. But yeah, we we were supposed to have Randy Orton versus Rusev. We don't have that because Rusev is so mad. He's so angry. He's getting beaten up by Randy Orton and Baron Corbin. But then we, we, the Titantron, it turns on and there's... Bobby Lashley's face. And he says, oh, But he's so shit. Do you want to sing your song again? No, because the theme's not here. Oh, yeah, he doesn't have his feet. Not, yeah. The, 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 the song only warrants. When he has his feet. When, when he has his theme. Have you got a special Bobby Lashley theme for when he's just wearing a dressing gown? N- no, because. Oh. I, I don't want to see that again. Well, Bobby Lashley's wearing a dressing gown, and he says, Hey, Rusev, I'm wearing your dressing gown. And if I'm wearing your dressing gown, I must be in your room. Oh. And if I'm in your room, these must be your lovely pillows. And if these are your <laughs> lovely pillows, this must be your bed. And if this is your bed, I'm getting into your bed. And if I'm getting into your bed, I must be rather tired. And if I'm rather tired, I'm going I'm to sleep. have a sleep. And if I have a sleep, and I'll not, have a lovely no, no, restful Hang on, sleep. We've, got, we've gone Thank too to... far. We've gone too far. We need to back up a bit oh. to okay. these lovely I'm pillows. wearing your dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's in his bedroom, and uh, in comes Lana, and she gets her titties out, and they get in bed. Hang on. And- under the covers, it's not yeah. exposed. No, but Bobby Lashley. It's implied. Yeah, they are implied titties. PG thirteen here. PG thirteen titties. PG thirteen implied titties. 
So we have some PG-13 implied titties. And they're under the covers. They're all cuddly. And they're all so happy. Oh, and yeah. Lana also lets us know that she uh, she owns everything now. And oh. all their bank accounts has been changed to her name. So not only has Bobby Lashley stolen Rusev's wife, he's now homeless. <laughs> and poor... <laughs> And the only thing he has are his wrestling tights that he's wearing. And he's quite angry. He's very upset that he's now homeless, as, as you would be, understandably. Yes, yes. Uh, um, he, he kicks off and he beats the shit out of Randy Orton and Baron Corbin. Who are giggling like... Little schoolgirls? Little school schoolgirls get in the corner. Yeah. Now, James, I know you hate this story. I am quite actually enjoying it. Oh, I don't mind it. Um... I don't know where it's going to go. Because, like... It's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. You've got to think that you'll have the match between Lashley and Rusev at some point. I don't see Rusev winning. I can't see Rusev and Lana being back together now. Ever again. Ever again. Well, they will be eventually. They've ruined it. But, like... This is the most interesting I've been in Rusev in a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, the first thing he's been... Actually, in a proper storyline for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's biz- it's so bizarre. Yeah. You know, ev- everyone everyone's been wanting the Attitude Era back. Uh-huh. We've got it back now. Yeah, but this is the <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think everyone is like, oh yeah, let's have the Attitude Era back. But I don't remember there was a lot of shit in the yeah. Attitude Era as well. <laughs> There was a lot of crap in there. But they there. were bringing it all back. Oh, yes. It's all coming back from the dead. And here we are. Should we move on? Well, I have nothing else to say. Okay, well, next we have... La- no, not Nala. Lacey Evans and Natalia. Uh, last past 15. Last woman standing. Now, we have shat all over this feud over the last few weeks. But let me tell you. I like this match a lot. It's alright, yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought Lacey Evans, this is probably her best ever match, I think. Uh, Natalia looked good as well. Natalia ends up winning with a powerbomb off the side of the stage, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Lacey Evans in control for the majority of the match. She even throws um, Natalia into the new Titantron and she slides down the slide. (laughs) It was very good. Uh, she also has a bin with Natalia's name did on it. Did you rewind like. just to see that? Well, she did it twice, uh, so uh, <laughs> it was pretty good. But yeah, I thought this was really good. Uh, uh, Natalia uh, picks up the win. Um, Bleach Report don't like this, man. Stop telling everyone uh, that we're uh, using uh, Bleach uh, Report. I do apologise. Yeah, um, Natalia picks up the win, which I was very surprised about. But, yeah. Well, it, all this confirms is it doesn't end the feud. We're going to see another match. One we? second. I, I thought they got drafted away from each other. Did they? I don't think Natalia... Oh, Lacey Evans is on Raw, I think. Natalia is definitely on Raw, because they had that shitty cutaway shot where they showed <laughs> the war rooms celebrating. Oh, dear. Like, results of day one draft. Oh, we... Uh, Lacey I'm... Evans, SmackDown, Natalia, Raw. They've been separated. Oh, thank God. It's over, the feud's over, over. Natalia wins. Finally. Finally. 
But I think this was a good way to finish it. Yeah, the it feud right. made no sense. No one actually knows why it started. No, there was no story. No, whatsoever. but uh, they were very angry. Yeah. <laughs> the story seemed to be at one point Lacey Evans is going to steal the sharpshooter, the move that Italia invented, and uh, go from there. What? No, she didn't invent it. Well, I'm sure she did. No, 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 no. She's she's merely lent it from her family because she's from the family of a heart. Is she? Hearts, yeah. Why doesn't she ever bring this up? Well, you see, her name is Natalia Nightheart. Did you know this? I did, yes. Therefore, she's from the Heart family. The Heart Foundation. She trained up at the Heart Dungeon. Is she? Yes. Why doesn't she ever mention that her family are the Heart family? Well, she's too fixated on her cats. (laughs) 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 Right, let's move on. Bloody hell. Ah, this match was actually I really enjoyed this as well. It's the Viking Raiders versus Rudolph. Uh, if the Viking the, Raiders, the red nosed reindeer. Yes. If the Viking Raiders win this match, they will get a Raw tag team title match for next week. Yes. Great match. Uh, the Viking Raiders pick up the win. They are in control for most of the match. Uh, really like the storytelling here of Rude and Ziggler. Obviously, knowing that they can't beat the Viking Raiders, so you're just looking for that sneaky offense yeah. all the time. Really enjoyed that from that scene. That's how they should be used. This is the best Robert Roode has looked in a long time. Really enjoying this. Um, I look forward to the match next week for the titles. Yeah, who thinks going to win? I think <laughs> it's finally time it's... for the Viking Raiders to be finally christened. As the Royal Tag Team Champs. I think... Just like AOP were quite some time ago. It's funny you and bring up ended... AOP. <laughs> ended with AOPP. AOP. With Author... Drake Maverick. Authors of Piss. Authors of Piss. You see, it's funny you bring up AOP. Because I reckon... You know, every now and again I like to give my funky... Uh, funky predictions of um, fantasy booking. Yes. Funky, funky fantasy book? F- f- fantasy... Fantasy fucking. F- f- what? F- what? Fantasy booking, fan- everybody. Fantasy fun... Uh, fun... Uh, fan- fuck! Well. Here's my prediction for the booking of this, right? Here's how I would do it. Yes. Viking Raiders win next week. WrestleMania, we have... Oh, it's quite a way away. Right, it's long-term storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> so so the Viking Raiders win next week. Yeah. And we skip to WrestleMania. No, I'm <laughs> filling in the gaps as we go along, right? We, re- we fast-forward. I'm we telling fast- you... Fast-forward on the tape. No, no, no. <laughs> I am telling you where we're going to end up, and I'm going to tell you how we get there. is here. No. We've missed the Royal Rumble. It's All right, then. <laughs> Shut up. I'll do it properly then. Right. Viking Raiders win the titles next week. From now till WrestleMania, they are dominant champions who basically squash everyone. They're that yes, good. Yeah. They're fantastic. So also, this continues till WrestleMania. Till WrestleMania. Also, at this exact same time, the Authors of Pain have come along, and they're also squashing everyone, oh. killing everybody. At WrestleMania, you have the Viking Raiders versus AOP, two massive 
teams who've squashed everyone and beat the shit out of everyone for those tag titles. It'll be a match will be hard-hitting. The people will love it. If you build the two teams up correctly as two teams who will just kill you, everyone will be invested in that match, and it may even steal the show at WrestleMania 36. Tampa Bay. What do you think of my lovely little, little fancy well, little fucking? Uh, fancy fucking. Yes. Uh, uh, well, it could happen. Um, <clears throat> yes. But but do you think do you think it will? No, happen? no, 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 no. I, I imagine um, the Viking Raiders will lose next week to Rudolph, and the week after they'll be made into a comedy jobber tag team who like to dress up as uh, cleaners and old ladies. Exclusively cleaners and old. In a Halloween pumpkin match. Of course. Of course. Halloween is fast approaching. Oh, Halloween's coming. EC3 will have the Halloween pumpkin <laughs> match. Guaranteed. <laughs> a pumpkin will end up on EC3's head. <laughs> Bloody the, hell. The, the guaranteed pumpkin match that happens every year that only ever really works with the New Day. I remember Cesaro and Dean Ambrose had like a pumpkin street fight at some point, and it was yeah. actually okay. <laughs> and I think it ended up with Cesaro having his head in a pumpkin, and then Dean Ambrose gave him a dirty deed with oh. his head in the pumpkin. What? <laughs> right, let's keep on going through Raw, because we have Alistair Black. Who wants to pick a fight with him? Do you? Well, I don't, but the uh, the Singh brothers are already in the ring. Yeah, they. Uh, well, Alistair Black says, come and knock on the door. Then Alistair Black says, actually, no, I'll come to the ring. And before he comes to the ring, the Singh brothers are out and saying, hey! We're the Singh brothers. We're the Singh, we love the Singh. We're, we're the biggest event in Bollywood. Yeah, and then they, they say their catchphrase, which is... Um, the Bondi Maharaja? I don't know. They have a catch for it. I can't remember what it was. But anyway, uh, there's a two-on-one handicap match uh, here. Uh, there's a black mass to one of the Sing Rivers. The other one attacks, and Alistair uh, Black debuts a new submission move. A weird kind of standing dragon sleeper hole type yeah. thing. It looks really cool. Uh, the Sing Brother, whoever it was, I'm not too sure. Either Sunil or Samir. Uh, he instantly taps out. This new thing looks awesome. It's also just another little bit of the Alistair Black character where it is like, no matter what position you put him in, he can fight out of it. He has a hold for every occasion. Yeah. And he will also kick you in the face. The match was nothing too much to talk about, but Alistair Black did look good here. In a way, I came away thinking, though, that it's very much like, hi guys, remember Alistair Black? Remember Alistair Black? Well... You know, I can forgive this because of the position Raw is in this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's we already said. Yeah, it, yeah. It was, uh, it's it's stuck right before the draft. Yes, it's in limbo mm-hmm. after Hell in the Cell. Yeah, so it's it's very much a showcase match. Yeah, it's just like. Hey, here are these guys. They might be drafted. Yeah, remember. <laughs> Look at these people. They could be drafted. 
Well, maybe they won't be. Oh, dear. Who likes a draft? Whoa. You like a draft? Watch the draft. Well, yes, I love a draft. Remember, remember, the draft of I, October. But, so, so, did you like this match? There wasn't much of a match. I, I, I thought it was good. Oh, well. It did its job. Well, Bleach Report didn't like it. Uh... Shut up! <laughs> we just use it so we have a little template of what happened on the show. All opinions are our own and not of Bleacher Report. Well, are we... I think everyone knows this because, you know, our professional ability of epic journalism. Oh, is, uh... I wouldn't say journalism, but I don't want the dear listener to think I don't have to listen to the IWO podcast. I can just read the Bleacher Report article. What if the listener thinks that? What if the listener stops listening right now and reads the Bleach I Report? I, 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 the, bleach, 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 the Bleach Report isn't as entertaining as this podcast. Oh, you, make, you make a darn good point. I mean... I mean, with this podcast, you can sit, listen to... With your headphones on. Yeah. Or, or not. Or, or not. Um, you can have three speakers if you want. Yeah, in the car, in, in the, the house. Car, in the car. Uh, sit there with a beer. Or, or uh, a non-alcoholic beverage, or no beverage at all. Well, especially if you're driving. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, have a bit of a drink. Apart from if you're not drinking. Uh, apart from if you're not drinking or driving. Yeah, well, you can just sit back and relax. That's the fun thing about our podcast, yes, James. Yes. Whereas just... you have to put the effort of reading. Oh, who likes to read? I'll tell you who likes to read. You do. Fucking nerds. Oh, but you like to read. Shut up. Nerds read. What a load I, of geeks. Do you want to be a geek? Want to be a massive virgin nerd? Well, I've, I've got the new Louis Theroux book. which What I, a nerd. I'm currently reading. You can't even read. On nights. You can't read. I can. The great thing about a podcast is if you listen to the podcast, it instantly makes you really cool. Yes. Yes, it does. And all the girls want you? Uh, well. All of them. Every, if you go, hey, ladies, I listen to the IWO podcast. I feel we should put a disclaimer. They, all the ladies say, oh, my God. Listen to the IWO podcast. Impregnate me now. Well, hang, right, we're moving on. Take me to, to the, the nearest storage man. cupboard. <laughs> to the put it in me. Six man tank. Oh, back. baby. <laughs> The Lucha House I Party. I love podcasts! Versus the OC showing the... Oh! oh. <laughs> showing the stuff! <laughs> We've got an off track here, James. The Lucha House Party! Yeah, it's a six-man tag. Versus the OC. You know what? I came away from this match thinking, I really want to see an AJ Styles Kalisto match. Yeah. Um, like, the Lucha House Party lose because they're the Lucha House Party. Yeah. But they did look good here. They, they did. looked good yeah. in defeat, especially Kalisto. There was a great little sequence between Kalisto and AJ Styles. Well, it was an actual wrestling match. Yeah. Instead of the Lucha House Party mucking around like some kind of. Party. They are a party. Yeah, they are house a party, party. But they're supposed to be a lucha house party. Well, they brought the lucha today, didn't they? They yeah. did all the lucha things. Um, the, right, lucha house party are weird because they're on nearly every week. 
Someone loves them. Someone does. Like, they are good wrestlers individually. They are entertaining. Yeah. But, like, they refuse to do anything with them. Like, they even received one of the draft positions this week. They did. Even though they were the only people, every single draft had, like, the name, the picture, and some statistics. Yeah. Lucha House Party had no statistics. You said Lucha House Party because they haven't done anything no, they, ever. Well, apart from that little bit of a feud they had with uh, the revival. Well, they did have they Lucha had that, House Party uh, rules uh, with the Lucha House Party rules, but we'd like to forget about that. Okay, yeah, yeah cool. Uh, they also uh, had that bit of a feud with. Remember a guy called Lars Sullivan? Uh, oh my God, I'd forgotten about him. I had completely forgotten that he existed. He exists. He's still under contract with WWE. He's still a racist. I don't know. I heard you're a racist, father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something that Michael Cole brought up in this match that I also really like, during the sequence between AJ... Not Michael Cole. He's not on this show anymore. Vic Joseph brought yes. up during the sequence between AJ and Kalisto. Kalisto, also an ex-United States champion. Yes. Had a great run... Uh, just before WrestleMania 32, Ooh. beating Alberto Del Rio. I think he lost it to right back in the end. Wow. I'm not too sure. Quite I can't a remember. while ago now. But yeah, he was. He had some really great matches against Del Rio. In that run, Del Rio didn't have a lot of great matches, but he did against Kalisto. I think Kalisto and the Lucha House Party in general are underrated. I don't know where they fit in, but I think an AJ Kalisto match, even if it's just on Raw, would be very good. Oh, I think they're on the, still on the same brand. I believe so. We'll get into that later on. Of course, the OC pick up the win here. Um, they're trying to build the OC as this dominant trio. But Vince only likes one of them. Yeah, and considering what happened on SmackDown, they definitely prefer another trio yes, over the other. Yes, you make a um, very good point here, yeah. Um so let's move on. So we yes. have Ms. TV with Becky and Charlotte. Uh, they uh, both come out of Hell in a Cell as the women's champions. Oh, yes. It's very nice. Uh, Becky looks at Charlotte and says, Look at you with the title that I made famous. Oh! Charlotte Flair replies, Look at you. I made you famous. Oh! Uh, Charlotte then says that she's the 10 time women's champion. And uh, Becky Lynch replies, by saying, well, I'm more about having meaningful reigns than lots of reigns. She said it better than I did. I can't remember how she said it. Uh, But, yeah, this just builds to a match between them and the Kabuki Warriors. Out come the Kabuki Warriors, and they speak in only Japanese. James, you know Japanese. Please tell me what they say. I don't know Japanese. I thought you'd been learning. I don't know what they said. What what Japanese do you know? Well, I'm, I've only started learning. I don't know. I don't know. No. Oh. You wrote some Japanese on our chalkboard in the kitchen the other day. Yeah, I know, but that, that was with a bit of help. There was, uh... Do you know how to pronounce what you wrote? No. Do you know how to pronounce any Japanese? No. You're not very helpful at all, are you? Well, no. I might as well leave. Go on then. I want to talk about this. Match. Oh, okay, the match. Uh, All right, okay. The Kabuki Ball appears to be heel now. Yes, uh, they turned heel. 
randomly. It was a couple of weeks ago. They were just randomly heel. And then on the pay-per-view, they were most definitely heel. I quite like it. How do you find heel Kyrie Sane? That doesn't work. <laughs> but the way I kind of see this team is very much Asuka plus friend. Asuka plus friend. Because Kyrie, Kyrie Sane has had zero build, like, whatsoever. Yeah. No build at all. Well, she was instantly shoot on with Asuka. Yeah. And we know Asuka. We love Asuka. Yeah. So this team, for me, is kind of like... Asuka plus one. Yeah, it's Asuka is the mentor, Kairi Sane is the student. Yes. I know that Kairi Sane does not need to be a student, she's very good, I've watched yeah. NXT. But for the viewer who doesn't watch NXT, that's how it comes across to me. Asuka is saying, come with me, small one, I shall teach you <laughs> the ways of the world. This is how you spit a green mist. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Asuka is fantastic, we all know this. I love the way she just moves. She's very Even when aesthetic, she's isn't she? walking, the way she moves is like, this is incredible. She's insane. She's very animated. Yeah. Uh, the Green Mist is back. We go to a match now for the women's tag titles. I also like this match to the titles because we had, last week on SmackDown, Becky and Charlotte beat Boston Hug Connection. Yes. So, and they also just won their titles. It kind of makes sense in a way that they deserve to be number one contenders. Yeah. Uh, the match itself, really good, because there's four really good wrestlers in the ring. Yeah, definitely. Uh, end of the match sees Asuka spitting the green mist into Becky Lynch's face, uh, Kyrie Sane getting the roll-up, which is the first time in 18 months that Becky Lynch has been pinned. Do you know that? When was the last time? Who was she pinned by last time? I'm not sure, but it was May 2018. Oh. actually last got pinned. Oh. I swear, I swear it's been a bit earlier than that. Asuka made a tap out at the Rumble. Oh, submission, yeah. But last time she was pinned was May 2018, apparently, according to someone on Twitter. Well. Was it SummerSlam when she got pinned? By Charlotte. By Charlotte. I think that might have been the last time she was pinned. That's quite... 18 months not being oh, pinned. It's quite good, that. That's good. a push. <laughs> That's a push and a half. Well, she's had quite the journey. She has. She's the number one draft pick. Spoiler alert. How dare you spoil this for me? Sorry. But yeah, um, it seems like the women's tag title have a legitimate team holding them. Yeah, yeah. Having a bit of a mini push. It seems like they're having a push. Someone cares about the Asians for a few seconds. Well, I assume it's Paul Heyman. You make a good point. Just like the Asians. But also... Charlotte and Becky are still over. The loss made sense. Heel versus face. Yeah. It's all good stuff. Oh, it's all connecting together. A bit like a jigsaw. You know how jigsaws work? What a sexy jigsaw puzzle this is. I'm oh, having another wow. drink of me Pepsi. Oh. You can talk whilst I drink. Well, yeah, the match was very good. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss wander in mm-hmm. to the entrance rampway. And start beating on the uh, women's tag team champions, mm-hmm. the Kabuki Warriors, and uh, yeah, it looks like. Well, are they? We we don't know if they're on the same brand yet. 
Yeah, Asuka and Kyrie have not been drafted yet. Uh, but it looks like this might be continuing, and I don't mind it continuing because I thought their match at the pay per view was really good. Yeah, I still enjoy the team of Bliss and Cross. I think there's still places that team can go. Definitely, this is good stuff. This is the best the women's tag titles have looked have ever been, ever. ever. I mean, I liked Iconics as the tag team title but holder. They, did, they didn't do much for that. I yeah. think this is the peak so far of the women's tag team titles. I, I'm saying reserved because I, I, been I want, before. I've been burnt before and I want to see more. Okay, that rhymes. So until I see more, I can't make that statement. Before we move on to the next segment, quick question. Do you want to see Paige back with the Kabuki Warriors, yes or no? I don't, I don't think she adds anything to the Kabuki Warriors. I don't think we've seen enough of her with the Kabuki Warriors to know if she does or not, though. Yeah, that's a good point. I I want to see Paige back as general manager. To be honest, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see, it's quite weird though because I like them now, where they're doing their Japanese promos. We have no idea what they're saying. Yeah, it works. Apparently, by the way, Kairi Sane dropped an f bomb in Japanese. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on. Uh, it PG-13. is thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ricochet versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, the commentary team was calling this a WWE draft showcase, which is pretty much the whole of this uh, of show. Yeah, it's like we don't need a match to see who's better out of Ricochet and Apollo Cruz. We because, know uh, who it is. I assume it's Ricochet. So it is. Ric- he won. He oh, won. did he? Oh, yeah. So, so we move on. No, uh, there is more stuff about it because the match itself was actually pretty good. Uh, afterwards. Apollo Crews looked a bit surprised that Ricochet beat him. The what? only person who was. <laughs> I thought this was going to lead to an Apollo Crews heel turn. But it didn't. No. It just looked very surprised. Like, there was a lot of respect between the two of them. And they were like, uh, the commentary was building up that they were best friends or whatever. Which makes me think that maybe down the road we will have an Apollo Crews heel turn. Because I think that he. Is very talented. Yes. And has never really been given a fair shot. No. I, I, I feel Apollo, Apollo Crews is one of those people who came out of NXT too yeah, early. Fought him, EC3. There's probably another one well, I can't think uh, of. Not so much with EC3. EC3 is a different uh, kettle of fish mm. because... Uh, for some reason, someone back at age hates his guts. Oh, I know uh, the reason. <laughs> the, well, ma- the person is Vince McMahon. <laughs> Dean Ambrose. The reason is Dean Ambrose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this match was good. Nothing more really to say. Main event time, boys. Is it Braun Strowman wants it out? Yes. And... So does Tyson Fury. Well, this goes on from what happened on SmackDown on Fox, um, where Braun threw Dolph into Tyson Fury. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> made him very angry. Yeah, uh, Braun is demanding an apology from the Gypsy King. Uh, out- uh, uh, Bra- what? No, I thought it was the Gypsy King demanding an apology from Braun. For was throwing it? Dolph into... I, th- I think that's what happened in a, a bit of a oh, backstage promo. I do apologise. I got it wrong. Uh, I'm off the podcast now. Oh, that's the rules. Oh, okay. uh, Tyson Fury is demanding an apology from Braun Strowman. Uh, they come out. 
Braun says, I was going to apologise to you, but I feel you disrespected me by jumping the barrier. And Fury says, no. <laughs> there is a brawl. They are separated by security. They both do some punches oh. and knock down the security. Out come the superstars. They do more punches. There's the old, I've just escaped and I'm going to attack oh, you, Arnold, oh, being pulled back. I've escaped again and I'm going to attack you, Arnold, being pulled back. I've escaped again and I'm going to attack you, Arnold, Cesaro. We'll get to him later. Oh, dear. But, yeah, this is the typical brawl breakup thing. It's always pretty good. I thought this one lasted a little bit too long. Yes, I've got to admit, I fell asleep during this. It, it went on quite a while. We'll get into the press conference in a bit. But, yeah, the end of Raw <laughs> is these guys being separated. It's a cool image. We've seen it an awful lot as of late. Yeah. Interested in this match at all? No. I oh, see. Right, this whole thing it's for Crown Jewel. Yeah, as well. it's for Crown Jewel. Um, they paid Tyson Fury a lot of money to be there. Yeah, well, someone, someone in Saudi Arabia really likes Tyson Fury. Well, and they've demanded that they bring him on. Well, it's and WWE it's also has obliged. <laughs> it's also to build up Tyson Fury's uh, appearance in America. Apparently he's not that well known in America. Oh, like we know him because we're in the UK. Oh, but in yeah. America, he is not too well known. So apparently, this is just to improve his overall image over there as well, getting more people well, knowing well, his name. Well, going on Crown Jewel is very damp, but definitely the, the way oh, forward. Yes, <laughs> well, see, it's weird because um, I've just been to see my mum my and dad before right. we recorded this podcast, and my dad came up to me and went. What's Tyson Fury doing on the wrestling? Uh, so it's working. People it's doing who would, something. People who would never watch wrestling have seen Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Because even my dad went, wouldn't mind seeing that match. That uh. wrestler was massive. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dad, he was. <laughs> but it's like, it's it's working with the mainstream audience. It's an, it's getting eyes on, which is the yeah. whole point. Um, before we go to SmackDown, let's talk about the press conference that they had. Oh, it was beautiful, wasn't it? It's so awkward it's when there was no, there was WWE no crowd. do that. No, there, there is a crowd. It's just journalists. They do this all no the time. No crowd. <laughs> because they do it before WrestleManias as well, don't they? Where yeah. they have like the, I hate it. It's so bad because Triple H will come out and like tell a few jokes that are actually quite funny. And then and the, the journalists are so focused on writing the stuff down. Uh, what? What? Well, what? Was that? Was that a joke? I like. I remember once the new day came out and no one clapped and it was all. Oh, it's so they're so cringy. No. It's just so bad. And like, right. So they have this press conference before SmackDown to build two matches: Braun versus Tyson Fury, yeah, and Brock versus Kane Vasquez. Um, they all do promos. There's a man there who's very old and probably into boxing or something. Oh. I don't know. I watched this. It was shit. But <laughs> it was really bad. Um, Tyson Fury did some air boxing at one point, and it was the most cringe-inducing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, I, I, I feel like the, the cringe, the most cringy thing was what happened after the, the oh, air they boxing. Start, they start pushing each other they a little bit. Them, slapping each other. And then they shake hands. <laughs> so at Crown Jewel, we will have... Braun versus Tyson and Brock versus Kane. Vla- is, he, is it Velasquez? Velasquez. It's like they tried to imitate. You know, 
and other stuff they do in uh, uh, UFC mm-hmm. with, with all the journalists. Yeah, but it's a bit more exciting because yeah, it's because, actually real. <laughs> and with the UFC press conference, they have some fans there yeah. as well. Like, have you ever seen the press conference between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather? Yeah, I I have not, but I can imagine how it oh, goes. They were insane because they let crowds in. They let them do whatever they want. They were face to face. It wasn't. And now Conor McGregor will come out and read a piece of paper for five minutes, then walk and, away. And, and then, then shake your hand. Then, uh, yeah. Like, you get the face off at Slap. the end, but... Oh, my God. And also, at this press conference, they did not say that Brock versus Kane was for the title. Which means then, it's going to be for the title. Well, if you watch SmackDown, it's for the title. They've announced it for the title on SmackDown. Oh, they've I also, missed that bit. <laughs> they've also announced today... Well, actually, I don't, know, I don't know if they announced it, but it's been all, all over social media. Cain Velasquez has signed a multi-year deal. What? What? Well, that's all right, actually. But he could be very good. This could be a great thing. Is he going to win the WWE title in Saudi Arabia? Uh, well, uh, I think he's got to, hasn't he? They can't have that title change in Saudi Arabia, James. I know, but how bad would it look? Like, like I was thinking about this in work. Mm-hmm. How weird would it look that, you know, Cain Velasquez, mm-hmm. uh, one of the only people to beat Brock Lesnar. Beat him for the UFC title. For the UFC title, round one knockout. Mm-hmm. And then Brock Lesnar, in a wrestling match, mm-hmm. beats Cain Velasquez. Here's how you do it. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to fantasy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Saudi Arabia. Yep. If you give them a shitty finish, no one will care. Because no one wants to watch the show anyway. No. They just do it because it's like heroin. Addicted, straight in your veins. You hate yourself for it, but you watch it every week. Yeah, yeah, and that's how that's how we got that's the Shane McMahon. Exactly, but it rained rain for a year. Yeah, no yeah. one. We've only that, just seen the end. Saudi of it. Arabia <laughs> doesn't count. So here's how you do it: plus adding story. Okay, the match is just a standard one-on-one match. Okay, you have Kane Velasquez dominate Brock for the majority of the match. Brock hits a low blow. Or gets himself intentionally disqualified. I know it's a shitty finish, but people won't care because it's a Saudi show and not a proper show. But you build up the story still of Brock is scared. Brock is scared of Cain Velasquez. Then you can have Brock disappear for a bit and do his Brocky thing. Then when he comes back, we would have built up Cain a little bit more. That's when he wins the title. But what? Why do it? Why even the do- money, James? I know it's the- so I- much money. I know the money. I know, but. Why? Why now? Why can't you do it after? Money. Money, 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 money. Here comes the money. If he signed a multi-year deal, which means he's not here for a one-off show. Correct. Which means Saudi have bought him. No, Saudi haven't bought him, but Saudi will pay his paycheck for that one show. <laughs> That's how the Saudi shows work. Saudi Arabia pay for everything on that show. Yeah. So he will be paid quite a lot. 
multiple millions for that one show. But he's here to stay. Yes. Don't... Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I'm thinking too much into this and it's the Saudi Arabia show and I shouldn't be doing that. Well, we've got a lot of Saudi Arabia show coverage coming up in the next couple of weeks. Remember to subscribe! No! Yes, subscribe! Oh, yes, please subscribe. Just... Join us in the hatred of the Saudi Arabia show. Yes. Also, hello to all our listeners in Saudi Arabia. Shit. I forgot that we had them. I've read the analytics. We have we have three uh, percent of our audience is in Saudi Arabia. Hello Riyadh is my favourite city. <laughs> we don't hate you, we hate your government. No, <laughs> You'll get us killed, man! You can't say that I've got such more life to live That's it, we're gonna die now. The Saudi Arabia government have never done anything bad to me. Apart from putting on shit wrestling shows. <laughs> James. Wrecking my you, dreams. You, know the you good... gave us Undertaker vs. No. Goldberg, James, which no. was a travesty. No. James, you know the good cop, bad cop routine we normally do? I'm the bad cop now! Let's not do the good cop. I'm the one who knocks! Let's no. not go good cop, bad cop on the Saudi Arabian government. We're bad, no. bad cop, bad cop now! No, 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 we're moving away. It's Smackdown time. Friday night Smackdown. Oh. Saturday morning Smackdown. Oh my god. Right, so we kick off Smackdown, James, with a wrestling match. What? I know. I can't believe it. It's insane. WWE? Yes. Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns? Yes, the winner of this match, they will their brand that they represent will get the first pick, even though they themselves can be drafted to the brand that they're not representing. It's an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, Seth is representing Monday Night Raw, uh, Roman Reigns representing Friday Night SmackDown. Surprisingly, they're both drafted to... Well, Seth hasn't been drafted yet. Hasn't he? No. That's oh. on Monday. World champions get drafted on Monday. Oh. Have you watched this show? I have watched this show, yes. Right, let's go. Before we get into this, um, before we get into this match, as I said before, the way the draft will work this time round is there are draft pools. So only certain people can be drafted on Friday, and only certain people can be drafted on Monday. Uh, if you're not drafted on your particular day, you become a free agent and you can be picked up by whatever brand is what's going to happen. We'll get into the free agents later on. Uh, this match here, though, really good. Yeah, Really very, enjoyed very it. Nice. Uh, they really built on the history of these two guys know each other. Remember the shield? There's a great like five-minute bit where it's just reversal, 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 like a 2K19 match. Oh, reversal, yes. reversal, reversal, That's reversal. Lovely. It's great. There's a great callback to their match from Money in the Bank a few years ago when the spear gets turned into the pedigree. Looked really good. Saffron's have got an awful lot of hate this week because of what happened to Hell in a Cell. And people... We don't remember that, though. We don't remember him bleeding from the mouth. No, we'll get off that in a bit. people People on Twitter are desperate to hate Seth Rollins. Yeah. They want to hate him. 
no matter what he does, they want to despise him. As soon as they see a little thing, they go, Ah, let's jump on this! I've got I'm you! I'm going to hate this man! And then, guess what? He gets in the ring, and he's one of the best wrestlers in the whole entire <laughs> world. And they go, Oh, I, I forgot, he's actually very good. Every few weeks, <laughs> this same cycle happens. Everyone going, Oh, Seth Rollins is the worst thing in WWE. I hate him. Hashtag Seth Rollins is not cool. Oh, wait a minute. He's the best. We I should, forgot. You should, should call it that, though. You should call it the Seth Rollins... Is not cool cycle. It is. It's we'll have just... it again in a few weeks. <laughs> because like everyone on Twitter before this match can be, oh my god, I can't believe it. Roman Reigns is gonna get more cheers than Seth Rollins. <laughs> what happens as soon as he comes out? The entire crowd go burn it down. Yeah. They're chanting along to him because guess what? It's... You Twitter smarks, you're a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Seth Rollins is the best. It's Seth freaking Rollins. He's so good, and I know I sound like a massive Seth Rollins fan, but that's because I'm a massive Seth Rollins fan. That's because you're the fiend. I'm the I'm the fiend. <laughs> I'm actually rambling rabbit. Oh yes, yes, yes yeah. Well, uh, the match itself was really good. Uh, the ending of the match, though, sees the fiend. Oh, the fiend! Uh, do, do your sound effects. Well, it's a bit quick this time. It's just because. The fiend! Um, he comes up from the ring, he attacks Seth Rollins, he drags him to hell. There's all the smoke. Seth Rollins then. Like Kane, yeah, it? Seth Rollins then jumps out of hell, and uh, Bray, <laughs> Bray is. Pops up is his that eye. possible? He jumped out of hell, I saw oh, him do it. Oh, wow. He just pops up his eyes and just watches him. Hello! Peekaboo! And then he goes up the ramp. It seems to be, that it seems to be, that uh, the fiend versus Seth is continuing, which is weird. And we'll get into it right now because, James, draft pick times. Oh, yes. Uh, Raw gets the first draft pick because Raw won by DQ. Yes. It's a bit shitty, but... But oh well. Oh well. Uh, and Raw's first pick in the WWE Draft 2019. It's a bit of an obvious one. My man, Becky Lynch. Yeah. We go to SmackDown. SmackDown's first pick. Roman Reigns. The big dog. We go back to Raw. Oh. They pick the old man in the sky plus the- AJ Distillery, the OC. The OC. We go back to SmackDown and they pick The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. What? We go back to Raw and they pick I don't care if I haven't been on TV for months. They picked Drew McIntyre. Oh, he's just a bit injured at the moment. He's uh, on his way back. It's quite good that we have a little joke for nearly everyone who got picked. Good one, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, here's the point that I'm going to make. Because it seems like the Bray-Seth thing is continuing. Bray's now on SmackDown. Yes. Seth is yet to be drafted, but... He's the, the universal champion. Yes, unless they swap titles on shows, which they could entirely do on Monday. Yeah. The smart man's money will be on Seth well, staying Brock on Brock hasn't drafted either. No, Brock and Seth get drafted on Monday. The smart man's money would say that Seth will stay on Raw. But... That's playing it safe. They could bring him over to SmackDown, but then Roman and Seth are both on SmackDown. Ooh. It's a weird one, because I think I know what's going to happen here. Remember when Bray was WWE Champion? Yeah. And he lost it to Randy Orton. Yeah, at WrestleMania, and then they, they then had, had the superstar shakeup, and Bray and Randy got separated, and then they had the 
the House, House of, of Horrors. Horrors match. It's beautiful, which, that which match. Bray, I, I like that match. Bray Wyatt, Did you enjoy that Oh, match? it's wonderful. Bray Wyatt won that match, but he didn't win the title because he was on the wrong brand. Yeah. I think they're going to do that again. Oh. They're going to have Bray beat Seth, but he won't win the title because he's now on SmackDown instead of Raw. What? I don't know. I don't want to... I, I don't want to see it. Because it's going to be a wreck again. They're going to wreck it even more. They will wreck it, but they've they come, have they, time they've, to they've fix cur- it. They've currently bashed it into Don't the ground. Don't punch the table. I do the table's done nothing wrong. They've bashed it into the ground. Yep. And he, he's still going... He's making shame of man noises. He's making shame of man noises. And it needs one more to finish him off. Mm-hmm. This will be it. I'm holding up a sign saying I disagree. Because the fans are behind him, and I think they are. Behi- I think Vince is behind him, in a way. And here's how it's gonna end: WrestleMania thirty-six, Bray Wyatt versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Are you insane? Yes. But what if Brock's drafted the Raw? Well, if Brock's drafted a Raw, then Seth Rollins will be drafted to SmackDown, won't he? Oh, well, yes. This yes, whole situation will be gone. Do you think if the Universal Championship comes to SmackDown, it'll turn blue? No. Why not? Because it's red. But can't they just change the strap? They could, but I don't think they will. Well, they made an entirely new championship, the WWE Championship for Daniel Bryan. Okay, maybe they'll turn it blue. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? It's just an it's idea. It's famously <laughs> red. It's just an idea. It could be okay, the, the coloured championship. Turn it blue. Make it blue, then. If that will yeah. make you so happy. Well, what do I? It just makes sense, doesn't it? SmackDown is the blue bland. Why has it got blue a red bland. title? Well, they might not have it yet. Brock might be drafted to SmackDown. We'll have to wait and see the Monday, but we are speculating a lot of stuff now. We're going too far ahead. We're going too far ahead. We'll do this next week. Right. You want to see another fantastic match from Shorty Gable? Who is? I I skipped this match. Didn't you? Did you? Yeah. What? I it mean, Baron Corbin and Shorty G have been working quite well together. Um, Twitter is on fire with anger. People are so upset that Baron Corbin has called Chad Gable short. It's like a bunch of fucking children. Oh. I mean, everyone's like, he's an Olympian. He's a fantastic wrestler. His graphics say Shorty G. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the ring announcer calls him Shorty Gable. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a program. It, just, it doesn't it's, matter, it's really. It's entertaining. It's still him. He's still great. I, I mean, the point, the point of it is that you can call it whatever you want. That's what he said on... Yeah. He's still... He's still... He's still good. He loses here. I didn't watch this match, so I don't know what to say. Well, I can only assume they're getting split up. This is another Natalia Lacey Evans feed. Well, uh, Baron Corbin does get drafted... Uh, Chad Gable's a free agent. Uh, well, I can only assume you go to SmackDown. Maybe. 
Uh, one second, I just want to make sure that I have a list of the free agents for later on. I think I saved it, but I can't remember. Let me just check. Oh, it's not loading. No! Where has it gone? Where have you gone? Where has it gone? Oh, shit, it's gone. One second. You've eaten it. Why have you done this? I need this for later in the show. Let me just search that. Oh, my God. Where is it? Where is it? There it is. Like, there we go. I'll get back to that later. Okay. Um, We have some more draft picks now, though. In the second round, going to Raw. Randy Orton's fleece. Can't believe it. Also with Randy Orton. Ever since the brand split, he was on. He was the last bastion of SmackDown. Was he the last one? I think he was. Because there was two, wasn't there? There uh, was Randy Orton, who'd always been on SmackDown since the brand yeah. split. Originally, it was Becky Lynch as well. I think it was Carmella. Yeah. I think it was just those three. So this would be Randy Orton's first time back on Raw full-time in a very long time. Yeah, and I, I think uh, unless Carmella's drafted to SmackDown, he's the last, he was the last Basti- Bastion. Bastion. You like that word, don't you? Yeah, it's good. Right, so Randy Orton's fleece, accompanied by Randy Orton, going to Raw. So she bunks! What's she Whoa! doing on SmackDown? Oh, can't believe it. Blue hair, blue show. Oh, she's been calling it all along. Yeah. Quite frankly, Sasha, no one's talking about the colour of your hair. Except now. Yes. Well, excuse me. We get Ricochet staying on Raw. We get Braun Strowman to SmackDown. Big Whoa! move. Big move. Can't believe it. You sound facetious. What? What, Braun Strowman to... You sound you say you can't believe it, but I feel that you definitely <laughs> don't give a shit. <laughs> Braun Strowman to SmackDown. Yeah. Well, it's, SmackDown's the A show now. It makes sense. And uh, the final pick of round two was Bobby Lashley, who goes to Raw. Yeah. Yeah, which you can only assume Lana and Rusev are going to Raw. Hmm. Otherwise, that storyline's rubbish. Before we, before we <laughs> carry on... I just want to say, I thought the way of presenting this draft was shit. Yeah, it was. Stephanie McMahon just comes out and reads a list, and we get cutaways it's, to the war like rooms of Fox and SmackDown. Representatives from... Yeah. Like, I, as much as I don't care about the executives of Fox and USA... Picking these things. <laughs> they yes, the thing was they tried to copy the NFL draft. Yeah. And with that they have one person who comes out and reads it a lot. Or sometimes they have uh special guests for certain teams will have like ex players and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Have legends come out and announce draft picks. Yeah. That's more fun. What I did like is the Fox NFL uh robot, who I'm a big fan of. He uh, has was a bit there. Of a dance. High-fiving people, it was great to see. But yeah, it was just so cringeworthy. Especially when, like, later on you see the USA Network warring having a bloody fit because they got Natalia. And it's like, <laughs> what the hell is this? You ever watch the fucking show? Oh my god. Oh. Right. Um, I didn't watch this either. I skipped a lot of SmackDown. Oh, it's Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman talking about uh, the match with Kane Vasquez 
at Crown Jewel. Did you watch this? No. They probably said that they want to win. I don't know. Uh, next, we have the New Day versus the OC. This pissed me off. Did it? What? Yeah. Really pissed me off. Oh. Was it Last because of week, how short it was? No. Last week, Kofi Kingston was WWE champion. Yeah. He lost the match in eight seconds. This week, he came out like nothing had happened. I know everyone's like, oh, it's power of positivity. He doesn't want to get down. I don't care. He yeah. should at least mention the match. Do something. You were WWE champion last week. You're already in a forgotten position. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's sad. He's forgotten. If you were WWE champion last week, you would tell me, wouldn't you? You'd say, hey, I was WWE champion last week. Well, I was. Were you? Yeah. Why don't you tell me? I got I got beaten in about half a millisecond by Brock Lesnar. How was that? Was that fun? No. Did you tap out? If if you blink, you missed it. Well, Which is probably why you've missed it. Well, at least it's in the history books that you were WWE champion. It's not. Everyone blinked. Well, who did you beat? Kobe Kingston. I'm the one. So you beat Kofi Kingston, and yes. then Brock Lesnar beat you in half a millisecond. Yeah, yeah. I'm wow. the reason Kofi Kingston lost. Was it a triple threat match that I didn't, <laughs> didn't see you sneaking in the ring? No, no, no. It was a match between me and Kofi Kingston. Yeah. And as soon as that ended, half a millisecond <laughs> later, Brock cashed in his Brock in the bank and beat you. This is a very sad story. I can't it's, believe you haven't told Brock me. It's Brock in the bank. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't told what, me about this. What what what, what? <laughs> what are the rules of the Brock in the Bank? Now, the Brock in the Bank is Vincent Mann needs ratings, <laughs> so Brock Lesnar is champion. That's the rules Brock's of Brock in the, the bank. bank. Brock in the Bank. And Vince McMahon is cashed it in. Vince McMahon is cashing in his, his Brock, Brock in, in the, the bank. bank. And then Brock uh, becomes oh. champion. And then disappears off the TV show that needs the ratings. I'm sorry to hear about your very short title reign. I'm hoping you can get I was joking. It wasn't oh. real. You made all that up? Yes. Well. Anyway, triple... Fr- no, it wasn't. Six-man tag. OC versus New Day. It was weird because the OC had just been drafted. Uh, the New Day, I don't think they're eligible today. I think they're eligible on Monday. Yeah. But you would think the OC have just been drafted. Round one draft picks. It would be good if they're on the same brand. We'd have a bit of competition. Yeah, but you'd think, round one draft pick, you want to make them look strong. No, you don't. They should lose. <laughs> and they did. Um, in, in, in quick pace yes. as well. Yes. More draft picks. Uh, Alexa Bliss to Raw. Lacey Evans to SmackDown. Kevin Owens to Raw. The SmackDown Tag Team Champions of the Revival go to SmackDown. And Natalia to Raw. Yeah! Said the USA Network. For Natalia. We'll get into the free agents later. And you will see that the USA Network people should not have celebrated for Natalia. There are so many good people available. Well, you'll, you'll, never, you'll never know. Well, she did win that match, I guess. It's main event time! Which was really good. I... Oh! Oh! Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're missing some draft picks. Where are the uh, draft picks? Well, we had Kevin Owens, didn't we? 
Yeah, we're missing draft picks. One second. There they are. So, um, it wasn't in the Bleach Report article. That's why you should listen to the uh, podcast instead. Yes, Round four draft picks. The Viking Raiders go to Raw, which makes sense. They yep. have Raw tag team title opportunities on Raw this weekend. Not this weekend, this Monday. Yeah, which is uh, almost spoilerific. Yeah, SmackDown get the Lucha House Party. Nikki Cross joins her tag team partner Alexa Bliss on Raw, even though they could have been drafted as a team, apparently. Okay. Um, the rules were you can draft teams unless... The executives want one individual out of that team. Maybe, maybe, Raw they, maybe wanted... they split them up and then draft them both. Yeah, well, Raw went, oh, we only want Alexa Bliss, so we'll just draft Alexa Bliss by herself. Oh, we might as well get Nikki Cross. Yeah, yeah just get her as well. <laughs> so Nikki Cross goes to Raw. Heavy Machinery go to SmackDown, and the Street Profits are the final draft picks uh, here going to Raw. Before we get into the main event, let's have a look at who is currently... Free agents and can join any brand, which I believe includes NXT. Oh. They will be approached by the representatives of those shows to be drafted to either show that they want. So the free agents after the first day of the draft are Cesaro, EC3, Chad Gable, Humberto Carlillo, uh, Akira Tozawa, Sin Cara, Eric Young, Heath Slater... Drew Gulak, the B team, and Tamina. I thought Humberto was NXT. Well, he's two or five live because no one really knows what's going on with two or five right now. Um, by the way, on NXT this week, Drew Gulak lost the title to Leo Rush. I, yeah, know? I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So, well, how um, do you feel? I like Leo Rush. I think he's really good, so I don't mind that. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, they're the free agents at the minute. There'll probably be more free agents on Monday. Also, there is another free agent which we have that is not on that list. Who is it? Matt Hardy. Yeah, he, he wasn't in any of the draft pools, was he? No. He's still employed. He's still employed. Was Shelton Benjamin in all the draft pools? No. And he's right. not on that list. He's not on that list. Let me have a look at the draft. There's quite point. a few people I think we've been missing. Uh, let's before we get into the main event because the main event was really good. Uh, here are the draft pools for Monday. Uh, right on Monday, the people are eligible for the draft. Yes, in alphabetical order: Alistair Black, Ali, Andrade, AOP, Apollo Cruz, Bailey. Brock Lesnar, Buddy Murphy, Carmella, Charlotte Flair, Cedric Alexander, Hawkins and Ryder, Dana Brooke, Daniel Bryan, Drake Maverick, Dolph and uh, Rude, Elias, Eric Rowan, Fire and Desire, King Corbin, Jinder Mahal, Liv Morgan, Luke Harper, Mojo, Miz, No Way Jose, Rey Mysterio, R-Truth, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Seth Rollins, Sarah Logan, Shelton Benjamin, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn, The Iconics, The Kabuki Warriors, The New Day, and Titus O'Neil. Well, you can only assume that uh, Elias is going to 205 Live, don't you think? Excuse me, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, they, they are all going to be draftable on Monday. There's a lot of names there, so there will be a lot of free agents, I imagine. Um, let's get on, though, to the main event, which is... The new women's champion, Charlotte, taking on Bailey in, in a, a rematch. rematch. But this is not a Bailey 
Like we know. Well, Charlotte comes out first. Yeah, Charlotte comes out first. As normal. Yeah, well, she's wearing red. You know what what it means when a flare wears red? It means they're going to lose. It means they're going to lose. And out comes Bailey with a hood up. She takes her hood down. She's got a brand new haircut. Oh, she's cut her hair. She reaches the floor of and gets some kind of... Of which she revealed many years ago on the Steve Austin podcast, if she ever turned heels, she was going to cut her hair. Did she do that? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, she reaches down to the floor. There's an axe handle with some blades in it. She meticulously stabs every single Bailey buddy. Shocking. Shocking. Kills every single one. There's one that falls I, I down. I almost cried. Rob, Robin had to dry my tears. Oh, no. Oh. There's one that falls down on her face, then slowly falls down. Oh. It was great. <laughs> Have you seen, by the way, the video on Twitter of a little boy crying? No. This, this, is, this is a legit video of Bailey making some little kid cry. Oh, no. Let's have a look. See if I can find it. It's it's. It's I've, I've, got to, I've got to say this though. A good couple of podcasts ago, oh, yeah. I called it. You did call it. I call. I called this happening. I wanted this to happen for so long, <laughs> and it's finally here. <laughs> Badass <laughs> Bailey is here to stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Where I can't find this video of the little kid crying. It was all over my Twitter this morning. Oh, I'll, I'll and have now to I, believe you. Now I can't. Apparently Bailey has retweeted the video of the little oh, kid crying. No. Yes, I found it. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, no. Dad posts so a little mean, video but later. It's so good. <laughs> the kid was fine later already. Got oh, to watch no, some Spider Man. Yeah. But yeah, um, he obviously didn't like Bailey that much. Then. No, he, he, got, <laughs> he got over it. But apparently, there was quite a few kids last night crying seeing Bailey turn heel. Uh, the match itself was actually really good. The best match that I think these two have ever had. I think so. Um, it was really good. The end of the match, Charlotte goes for the natural selection, gets rolled up, small package. Bailey regains the SmackDown Women's title in a shock to me. I did not see it coming. Love the new Bailey. At the end of the match, we get to hear a little snippet of her new entrance yeah, theme. Yeah, we did. New look, new mood, new entrance theme. You called this a few weeks ago. Are You're you a... digging this, sucker? Yeah, I was about to call you a wrestling genius. Oh, wow. I'm a genius! I'm a genius! You called it. Well, the wildcard. Oh no, he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> wildcard roll is dead. But yeah, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. I love it. I love it. I love it. I thought this SmackDown was utterly shite, but that was great. It was good. I loved it. Anything else for you to say? I'm a genius. You are. Well done. Which I show predicted we- this months ago. Maybe even at the beginning of. The, the existence of this podcast. I don't have wanted this to happen. Well, you didn't predict it then. I mean, you haven't won the predictions itself in quite some time. When was the last but, time you won WrestleMania? Ma- yeah, I only win the big ones. Yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that mean... The one, mean well, you know, I, <laughs> I, if we're talking Bailey predictions, I was the one who betted money 
that Bailey would win the Money in the Bank and cash it in on the same night and won £400. So if you want to talk Bailey predictions, I think I have one to state my name to. Yeah, but mine's aged like fine wine. <laughs> I mean, that money went right out of my account very, very quickly. On fine wine, actually, now oh, you mention really? it. Yeah, a lot of money on Prosecco. fine wine. Oh, hey! <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, James, which is better, Raw or SmackDown? Uh, I believe, even though uh, SmackDown was too wibbly wobbly for me, it was good. Some of it was really good, and then others were just like I thought. The pacing uh... of it was with Steph coming out every few minutes, and the draft picks being so like as well. She had the list in front of her of all the picks, right? Yeah. So let's say Raw pick for the first pick, they pick Becky Lynch. Yeah. What if SmackDown had written down their first pick as Becky Lynch? She had five picks. Well, I thought she'd go to the back and then revise. But you're supposed in a in an NFL draft, you have a team comes out and says this guy, and there's a there's a clock that counts down, and the other team gets to come out. So if you if they have picked your guy, you have time to think of someone else. Yeah. They don't go and this guy picks this guy, this guy picks this guy, this guy. It was shit. It was a really bad way of picking things. Well. So what was better at Raw, did you say, sorry? I I, I, th- I feel, even though Raw was in a weird place this week, mm-hmm. it was probably much better paced. Yeah, it was a lot better. And it actually had some story. Oh, I love a story. But that... of, even though that story did involve Bobby Lashley. Yeah. You make a good point. And who was the wrestler of the week, James, this week? Bearing in mind you have Raw, SmackDown, and Hell in a Cell. You know, you know what, you know what? I'm so happy, so happy for this week. I'm picking Bailey. Seth, oh, Bailey. Oh, okay, for the yeah. first time. I don't think it is. Isn't isn't it? No, I. I'm not going to lie to you, James. I have stopped keeping track of who the rest of the week is every week. I'll get back onto it in the new year, but um. <laughs> I think she's won it before, when she turned oh. heel before. Oh. The mini heel. Yeah. This is ultimate heel. This is badass Bailey. Yeah. Badass Bailey. I like it. you got to think, the 2K developers must be so angry right now. <laughs> They've got all new sets. The Bailey's, Bailey's just changed, changed her attire. To- oh. Your game's out of date. It's oh, not even out yet. Even oh, Sasha dear. Banks changed her hair colour. Quite frankly, Sasha... No one's talking about your hair colour. Anyway, that's all we've got time for this week. Join us next week. We'll talk the second part of the draft. And whatever happens on SmackDown, we're building to Crown Jewel, everybody. Woo! 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 I mean, it's just Bailey's dyed her hair black. Yeah, I did, because she's bad guys. Quite frankly, Bailey, no one's talking about your hair colour. Gothic Bailey. What? What? James, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at ComedyJamesTE. Uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all the RECB. Follow us on Twitter at IWA Podcast. Remember to subscribe and all that, and leave some lovely reviews. And tell your friends, tell your nan. Remember you're a Womble. D- don't tell my nan. She's not a wrestling re- fan. Wrestling's the devil's work. Does she? Can we... <laughs> Can we get her on as a guest for our Saudi Arabia review show? All right, remember you're a womble, and goodbye. Ta ta. <laughs>